All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 338 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Today is Friday as I record this, and um, I'm off. I took a day off. I took Friday off. I took Monday off, and Mister, I deserve it. All right, you know nobody else is going to tell me that, so I have to tell myself, Jeff, you deserve it. But anyway, um, today I had to get up early. Early for me. I know you're going to say that's not early. That's normal. But I had an appointment for a follow-up appointment with the optometrist, the eye doctor, at 10 a.m. They wanted to do 7.50. How's 7.50? I said, what the? I said, no, that's not going to work for me. I work at night. I'm nocturnal. And I said, well, how about 10? So I guess. So I got. I had to get up earlier than normal. So I feel. I can feel it. I can feel it having its effect on me. It's dragging me down. But um, I went over there, and it's just a follow-up. I ordered new contact, or they ordered them for me. I feel like I didn't really have a say in the thing. They ordered new contact lenses for me, and they were they came in, and the doctor wants to meet with me. He wants to take a look at it, see how it works, because I have that weird thing with my uh, with my left eye, so I have to use hard lenses, and there's like a fitting, you know what I'm saying. There, it, it's not just like normal, not normal people contact lenses. There's more to it. So, uh, so I had to go over there, and I, they have these kiosks in there. You have to check in. I think they're being modern, but the things. Oh my God, it's maddening. It has ten thousand questions on this thing, just over the screen after screen after screen. You know, and um, you know, it's and then people, these old people, get in there. They're like, I don't really, <laughs> I don't know. It's like clogging up the whole thing. And then when I get up there, I'm like, how, how many questions? I mean, how many pages is this thing? Like, why does it have to be so in-depth, you know? So um, I, I was hoping that I could just bypass that. So I went up to the woman in the window. There's still a woman there, but she won't, she won't check you in. Everything's got to go through the kiosk. And um, I said, I said, do I need to go through this nonsense again, or uh, because I'm just coming in for a fitting of my, uh, you know, just uh, they're gonna, I get new contacts and they're just gonna look at it. She goes, no, sir, you're gonna have to go through the kiosk again. I'm like, oh god. She goes, this should be uh, quicker this time. I said, yeah, if I can get near it. I look over there. There's some woman. Looks like she should be in the circus. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be mean, but she, I don't know. She looked like she's in her 30s. She wasn't, she wasn't like an old lady. She's fairly young, and she was enormous, and she to the point where she had to have a cane. She had to have a fat cane, you know. I don't know. I don't know what her story is. I don't, I don't know. But she was like over there, like yucking it up, you know. Like I'm stupid, I, you know. It's not funny. Just freaking do the thing and get out of the way. You're hogging the whole thing, and I don't, you know, I, I don't use the word hog. <laughs> uh, loosely, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, it's not very nice, but 
I'm like, come on, you know. So I'm irritated that I have to go through the kiosk experience again. There's some woman over there. She thinks she's being cute by, I don't know anything about technology slurring her words. I don't know. She's like real slurry, you know, <laughs> laughing hysterically, like real loud. I'm like, oh my god! I'm, I'm gonna, I'm here. We go. I mean, as soon as you walk in there, you're, you're I'm irritated, you know. And they're playing like classic rock in there. What is the story with an eye doctor? Everybody in there, well, 75% of the people in there look like they're in their 80s, you know. And there's like cat scratch fever crying. <laughs> like, like what the? This is an odd choice. It feels like to me, but I don't know. Whatever. I guess people, you know. People in their 80s probably listen to that kind of stuff back when they were young. I don't know. I mean, uh, anyway, um, so she finally got shuffled over to her seat. And, uh, and that woman could tell I was annoyed. And she got, she came out there and she goes, let's just get this thing. There's like she powered through every screen. She hit she had accept, 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 decline, accept, accept. She told me so we could just power right through it. So I don't know what the point of having this kiosk is when the woman has to get involved, you know. So um, she could tell I was getting ready to blow, so she came out and helped me. But So I sat down, and I'm sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. And um, just looking at my phone, which, you know, it's the best thing ever. You know, in those kind of situations, a smartphone, greatest thing ever. And um, I'm sitting there looking at my phone, reading baseball news or whatever. And that woman, the, the, the large lady, that large lass, she comes walking through there with her cane. The thing's bedazzled, I might add, with her bedazzled cane. And um, she's sitting there with her husband, who's, you know, also enormous. You know, I don't I don't. Whatever, I don't really have a room to talk, but, I mean, come on. <laughs> they're too young. I mean, they're, like, in their 30s, you know. But, um, and uh, she comes she comes shuffling through there, and she goes, I'm sitting on, like, a, like an, uh, it's hard to explain, but there's, like, a, there's a, a line of, of seats, and then where I'm sitting is at the very end, and there's a gap between the seats, you know what I mean? So she's going, she's heading towards that gap, and I'm sitting, and she she goes through there, and I don't know if she lost her balance. I don't know what happened, but she like leaned against my. She put her hand on my shoulder and like leaned against me, like leaned against me to uh, gather her uh, balance or something. And she's like laughing hysterically, of course. I don't know what, what is it. How's that funny? Like how's it funny? I don't know how to use this this kiosk. I, I'm just not very good at technology. Just uproarious laughter. How's that? What's funny about that? And what's funny? And I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She like leaned her entire weight against my shoulder. I mean, I'll probably never be able to pitch again in the major leagues. I mean, I, my goal is to pitch in the major leagues, even though I'm in my late, well, in my early sixties. Even though I'm sixty, you know, don't crush my dreams. But um, I don't know. I think she ruined it for me. I think <laughs> she might have destroyed my rotator cuff or something. But anyway, like who? Who? I don't know. All right. So then they finally, finally called my my name. You know, and uh, they went in there. I said, "I'm just here for contacts." They started doing another test. You know, start asking me to look at the the eye chart and stuff. 
I'm like, oh my God, I just did this. I just literally just did this a few days ago. Like, why why are we doing this again? You know? She goes, now we do it. You have to do it again. I'm like, okay. So then, um, you know, then they put me in the holding pen, the secondary holding pen. You go to the first one after you do the kiosk, which is which is um, make your blood boil. And they put you in a holding pen out there. And then some large lady, like, destroys your rotator cuff <laughs> by, you know, for, I don't know. But, and then, and then they, they, they do another eye exam, and then they put you in a secondary holding pen. There's a woman sitting out there with some girl, looked like she's like 11 years old or something. It's like a, I don't know, I guess it was her mother. And she's, like, humming extremely loud in an operatic way. It's an operatic humming I'm like, who does? I mean, it was like real loud, you know. I tried to. I, I got some. I got some. I recorded a little bit of it and see if I could get it. So you can hear it. It's it's not as clear on the recordings because there's a lot of other noise going on in there. But I, I'll, I'll include it. I'll include it right here. You might get a general idea. It was an operatic humming. And I'm sitting there like, what is wrong with everybody? What is the matter with the whole world? Why is everybody so weird all of a sudden? Didn't used to be. I don't think people used to be this weird all the time. Am I wrong? So I'm sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. I was like, oh, my God, how long am I going to be over here? I'm starving for one thing. I'm. You know, this should be quick, you know? Why is it? Why is it going on an hour and I haven't seen anybody yet except for that one? I don't know who she was. I don't know. Who, I don't know who the woman was that gave me that eye exam. I don't know. I haven't seen the doctor. You know. And um, so then finally, the, the guy I, I mentioned last time, there was this guy there who uh, had a uh, fountain pen. Remember that story I told you? He gave me. He, he had me sign some document with a fountain pen. He said I made that with my own hands and um. All this stuff. He goes, I love fountain pens and all this stuff. I don't know if you remember that. So he he was, it was the same guy, and he goes, uh, he you know he walks in there and he goes, Mister K, come on down. You're our next contestant. Everybody's just like looking at him. Not a single person laughed. <laughs> you know, everybody's just like looked at him like, what in the shit's going on here? So he, uh, he goes, uh, you might not win, but uh, I said, well, you can't win if you're not in. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, we were yucking it up. So we, I, I went in, he goes, sit in the big chair and the doctor will be in. So he goes, uh, how are those contacts feeling for you? I said, uh, these are my old ones. I don't have the new ones in. Are you serious? They didn't give you the, you know? I said, no, I don't know. Nobody said a word about it. He goes, you should be, the whole time you're sitting out in the waiting room, you should have been wearing them, see how they feel. I said, I don't have them in. I have, the, I have my old ones in, my, my current pair. Oh, my God, we need to tighten this place up a little bit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I could, I, I could go along with that. First thing you can do is take that kiosk and throw it out in the middle of the parking lot. That's number one. And just bring back human peop- human beings. You can start there and maybe crank down. I mean, I don't mind, uh, you know, sweet child of mine. You know, that's not, you know, I have no issue with that. 
you could like maybe turn that crank that down a couple notches too. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know why you're here. You know they're playing Funk Number Forty Nine by the James Gang in there. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like a weird choice. You know what I mean? So um, anyway, he goes, "We need to tighten these things up." I said, "Well, yeah, okay." I don't know. So anyway, he he put the new con. I got the new contacts in. He goes, do you need to sit in the front of a mirror? Do you need to well light it? I said, I could pop these bitches out going down Interstate 81. I said, I don't need a mirror. She, he goes, yeah, he's an old pro. He was talking to old uh, come on down, fountain pen boy. He goes, hey, he's an old pro at this. He goes, I would suggest you not do that going down 81. I said, well, I can do it if I need to. So I popped those things out. And put the new ones in, and then he, you know, we did we, we did that whole did the whole nine yards, right? We did the whole thing, and he said, uh, he goes, I want to test the pressure in your right eye again. I'm like, oh, here we go. Last time he scared me with that shit. He he said, uh, I'm concerned about your right the pressure in your right eye, and then the guy, the other guy, the fountain pen dude, said. You know, when the doctor wasn't around, he goes, don't worry about it. If he'd just look in your file, he could see that it was the same thing last time. There's no issue there. He goes, you know, he just doesn't read the your, your file. I'm like, I don't know. The guy's um, talking shit about his boss, but hey, whatever. You know, I said, all right, well, so this time he wanted to do it again. He tested it again. He said, everything's fine. Everything looks fine. You don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> so then uh, we went through the whole process and everything, and... Uh, he said, "You're good. See you in a year. If you know if there's any problem with these contacts, call me. You know, wear them over the weekend. If they uh, causing you any problems, call me on Monday and we'll adjust them. You know, we'll we'll, we'll order another pair. Our cost." I said, "All right. Well, I appreciate that. If not, I'll see you in a year. So that's pretty good. So then I went out there and I said, "Do you guys need me to sign for? You know, is there anything I need to sign or anything?" And uh, he goes, yeah, as a matter of fact, you need to sign this showing that you picked up the contacts. So he gives me this old, you know, it's like a big pen or something. Looked like some kind of just a normal generic pen. I said, where's your fountain pen? <laughs> and um, you should have seen the look on his face. I mean, just pure joy. He was like this look of like, he, just, he was glowing with pride. He goes, you remember that? I love that. I mean, you should have seen the, like the look on his face was just like, like, just euphoric, <laughs> just by mentioning his fountain pen. He goes, "I love fountain pens. I have it in my pocket. It's got a fresh cartridge in it and everything." I said, "All right, well, there you go." He goes, "I, I love it that you remember that." I said, "Yeah, well, I'll remember. I always remember." <laughs> so, um, so that was. And after that, I was like starving, man, starving. And um, I went over to this uh, pizza place and um, a place called Rosario's where you can get pizza by the slice. Got a couple slices of pepperoni. Pepperoni. Last time I was in there, the guy goes, uh, uh, two, two slices of pepperoni in the oven. Who they belong to? And I raised my hand. He goes, oh, there he is. I'm like, is this guy doing like some character or something? Is this like Saturday Night Live or something? I don't know. But anyway, um, place is kicking. God, I mean, you can say what you want about northeastern Pennsylvania, and there's a lot to a lot to complain about. <laughs> you know, I mean, the people are, I don't know, I don't want to oversell it, but there's a lot of negativity and bitchiness and bitterness. 
not everybody, obviously. You can't make blanket statements about anybody but uh, or about any place. But, you know, I'm just in a general sense. But the, the pizza in this place? Kicking. God. Every corner, every town, every little ti- tiny town has five or six or more kick-ass world-class pizzerias in it. They're everywhere. I don't understand. I mean, I know I'm 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 guilty of going to that stupid Domino's. You know why I go to Domino's? Because it costs seven dollars <laughs> for a large pizza or something like that. Eight dollars, whatever it is. It's like really cheap, and it's not it's not horrible. It's not like these pizzerias though. I went in there and I ordered those two slices, and I got me a like a fountain drink. I got a iced tea, you know, from the fountain, and. It was, I mean, perfection. I mean, it couldn't have been any better. It was like hit the spot perfect. The place is awesome. <laughs> I don't think I went in there for 10 years. I think, like, the kids used to go in there, but they'd bring home pizza. They'd bring home slices. But it was, like, real weird shit, like, real off-the-wall, like, uh, gourmet-style s- stuff, like a mixture of bizarreness. I said, what in the hell's that? That's not pizza. It's like a casserole or something, you know. And uh, but you can, I mean, they have all. So I, I kind of steered clear of that place. It's called Rosario's. It's right here in Clark Summit, where I live. And um, they have normal stuff too. You can go in there. They have racks of pizzas. Get you know, you order two slices or whatever. They put it in the oven, and crisp it up for you, and you know, and it's real cheap. It's like perfect. It's like unbelievable. I can't believe this resource has been so close to my house and I haven't been using it. Well, mister, I'm making up for time. You know, I'm lost time. I go over there all the time now. I went over, went over there the other day. They were closed. I was like, I had it. My, I was, my inner sensors were set for that place. I was like, I can't wait to go in there and get a couple slices and uh, have some uh, maybe like an like a iced tea or something. Or, or or Dr Pepper, and I'm I'm gonna be. This is I mean, everything like my every atom in my body was pointed towards that. Get over there, closed. I'm like, damn it, crushing, just crushing disappointment. <laughs> Speaking of soda, I, I don't want to be gross, but uh, when I was a kid, uh, when I when I had a paper out. Um, back in Dunbar, when I was like, I don't know, I don't know when I first got the paper out, 12 or something, 11, 12, somewhere in that age. I had it until high school, like, like junior year of high school. And, um, you know, it was a big, it was over a hundred, like 120, yeah, somewhere between a hundred and 120 customers. It was a big route. Now I hoofed it. I walked it. I didn't, there was no. It wasn't like these 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 guys now nowadays. You know, they drive around and they put like rubber bands around. They roll them up and they put rubber bands around. Them, or sometimes they put them in a sheath. You know, it's like a like a like a prophylactic. That's not that's offensive to me. That's not pure. I'm a puritan when it comes to paper delivery. We folded it. We had a. There's a way to fold a newspaper. You just do it by hand. You don't need props. Ah, uh, I should do a YouTube video on how to fold a newspaper. Do they even make newspapers anymore. I knew how to do it. I did it in my. I could do it in my sleep. Did it every day. I have 100, 110 customers or whatever, and I folded them up and 
you could just toss them up on the porch. Just keep on walking. You get your canvas sacks full of folded papers. I used to fold them before. Now, uh, when I first started, I'd fold them. Like, I'd sit outside of uh, uh, Cliff's Market and fold them, maybe drink a soda or whatever, and, and fold them all and then do... That, that's foolish. You know, what you, what you need to do is you can fold, fold like 10 of them and then just fold while you're walking. And then, then you just, uh, you know, spend that... Uh, 15, 20 minutes folding all the papers. You know, anyway, so they had, they had a vending machine. They had a couple of vending machines there at Cliff's, Cliff's Market. It was right at the very beginning of my paper route. And it was back in the, you know, I don't know, when the 70s, I guess, early 80s. Well, late 70s when, when the bulk of this happened. And they had those big returnable bottles, big glass bottles, you know. And um, I'd get... You know, sometimes I'd have uh, guests, you know, I'd have like uh, people come, I don't know why, people would come with me on my route sometimes, like uh, Tim Smith sometimes and uh, Mike, you know, some of my friends, you know, we just walk and talk and while I did the paper out. And um, we used to get, uh, <laughs> whatever I'd get one of those uh, sun-kissed orange, you know what I mean? When you get a sun-kissed orange, you drink that thing. And, um, you know, have to go to the bathroom, like, really bad. Like, sit-down style. Not not stand-up. Like, a, you need to have, a, like, a, like a, a sit-down. I don't even have troubles like that. That's not something I ever have a problem with. I'm not one of these guys that, you know, has to shit, you know, like, you know, walking through a walking through a grocery store or in a restaurant, get up in the middle of a meal and take a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not one of these guys. I don't. I, this is not an issue for me. You know, I got control over that, you know. But for whatever reason, those orange sodas, they, they did a number on me. And when I'd get home, I'd have to, like, race through my paper out. <laughs> and then I'd have to, you know, Frankenstein walk home. And I'd go upstairs to the bathroom, up you know, upstairs, had a half bath upstairs in our house, and just uh, you know, it was a spectacular, uh, spectacular event, <laughs> you know. And um, so that was when I was a kid. And I was like, I can't drink these <laughs> sun-kissed. Mike used to have the same problem. We drink those sun, <laughs> we drink those sun-kissed uh, sodas, and it would do a number on both of us. I don't know why. And um, the other day, I was somewhere. Where did I go? Uh, I was at Wendy's. I was at Wendy's in Wilkesbury, which, by the way, the rudest, I mean, the, the workers in that place are terrible. There, There's no, there's not a drop of niceness uh, or or anything. I mean, they they couldn't give two shits about you, and they make it clear. You know, they're just not nice. They're not friendly. They're not outgoing. They don't greet you. They don't say thank you. Like, what in the hell? How do you run a business this way? The manager is nice. She's always nice. She's a a woman with a mullet. But she she you know she's nice. She's always nice. You know, but the workers, all the workers, every one of them, just terrible you know they're not friendly at all and I, I don't know how you and then right across the street is uh chick-fil-a and they they go overboard with the friendliness they're all super nice you know what i mean 
So anyway, um, I went in there, and I, I usually get a Dr. Pepper. This time I thought, I'm going to, you know, it's one of those machines where you touch screen and they have like 10,000 different options in there. You know, I said, I'm going to shake this thing up. I don't want to just get the same thing every single time. So I ordered, <laughs> I ordered a Fanta Orange. I was like, that's can't be, I mean, that can't be, right? I mean, that can't still have that effect on me. That was when I was like 13, 14, 15 years old, you know? I can't, that can't be, that can't be a problem now, right? So I got my um, number seven, no pickles. It's a, that's a bacon cheeseburger, by the way. Frickin' good. And the fries are good. The fries at Wendy's are uh, underappreciated, a solid option. They, they, they have a they have a strong fries game at Wendy's. And um, I went over there and I sat over there and had my uh, meal and the orange. I enjoyed it. It was good. It was a it worked out well. Worked well with what I was eating. It paired well. <laughs> you know, I'm doing food pairings now out of that you know out of that touch screen machine. And um. It was good. Everything's good. And then when I was driving back to work, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I mean, I got. I feel like I got a storm brewing. I got a little storm brewing down, down in, in the gut area. And it, was, it had the same effect on me, but I don't, I don't know. I just had to ride it out. I mean, I'm not doing. I, I know people think that I'm crazy or I'm lying, I guess. People think I'm lying about this, but I have never in my life, not one time, shit at work. <laughs> never. Never done that in my life. Not one time, and it will never happen. You know why? Because I have control over that. <laughs> in, in, in your head, in your head, if you say that's not, if, 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 if you believe that's not even an option, it never becomes an issue. If you have that door cracked open just a little bit, you'll be in there. You'll be you'll be one of these guys out of my way. Get out of my way. You're like tearing the door off the hinges trying to get in there. If, if that door's always shut where there's absolutely no, you don't have any. That's not even a, a possibility. It's never an issue. I never even. But I was having that orange. That that orange had me going. I was like, it was like a gurgling and a bubbling and a boiling, you know. I was like, oh, God, this is not going to be pleasant. But I made it. I mean, I just went home, and it was a spectacular, <laughs> no, I don't want to be disgusting, but, you know, I don't, I don't think I'll be ordering that anymore. That's dangerous. That's playing, that's playing with fire. Anyway, um, I do have one call that came in over the hotline, and it's from our old friend Patrick, and here it is. Hey, Jeff, Patrick here. Man, I don't know what kind of, like, fantasy-ass weather you guys are having up in Pennsylvania where you get to forget what season you're in. you got to stop and think about that. Dude, it was 102 here the other day. Uh, I'm well aware we were in the in the throes of summertime. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh you got a couple things. Got one thing right. There's a Chinese place down the street from me that you're exactly right. It's quiet. The only thing you get in there, and like the only thing you hear is like planks clinking and and you know chewing and like some talking whisper, kind of like a Billy Elliot song. It, yeah, yeah, I don't, it's, it's exactly what you described. So you're right about that. 
But the reason why I was calling, remember a while back you said you used to like to take your boys to a hibachi place. Well, me and my girlfriend and my I took my, I took my son to one the other day. And the dude, you know, the one where you sit around and you got to make small talk with complete strangers and shit. Well, dude's about 45 seconds into his act, flipping the shit around, and he cut, the motherfucker cuts the shit out of his finger. And uh, uh, he walks off, and we were all kind of like sitting around looking at him. I swear I thought I heard a couple of the blood like fizzle on the thing, right, you know? And this old man comes out, and he's all pissed, and he, he scrapes the food off into a trash can, and he scrubs the shit out of the cleans the shit out of the of the hibachi part, and he he cooks us up. <laughs> he he was pissed. He cooks us up our shit, and like no show, like no flipping the no flipping the shrimp, no clinking around, no onion volcano, no nothing. He was straight business, and he cooked us our shit, and he and like. uh we got done. I was like, some of some of son. I was like, hey, what'd you think about? It? Did you enjoy it? He goes, uh, the 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 food was good. Was he was he supposed? To? I don't know. So anyway, maybe think about you. Uh, keep up the work. Talk to you later. Yeah, you know that thing about the season. It's not something. It, it has nothing to do with the weather. It, it has nothing to do with the weather at all. It's just for a second, you know. It's just a split second. I'm like, I don't know. I have to think. Is this summer? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's not. It's not based on temperature or anything like that. It's just uh, every once in a while, I'm like, I don't know. You know what part of the year is this? It's just for a split second. Not not for an extended period of time. I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I hope I'm not edging towards dementia. But it's been like this. I've always been like this, and it's like I don't. Uh, for just like a split second, I don't know what I don't know what season it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, the Chinese restaurant, the hushed, quiet. You can hear people like you can hear swallowing noises. You can hear people. You can hear like chewed up food being you know transported down somebody's gullet. You know, it's like what the. You know, somebody needs to crank up. They need. That's where they need. That's where they need the the cat scratch fever. You know, although cat, you know, you can't really. I don't know. In a Chinese restaurant, you can't really have songs about cats. You know, I don't. Know. I don't get. It. But anyway, you know, because people say that uh, you know they cook cats and dogs and stuff. Huh. You know what I'm saying, but I I love Chinese food. I'm not denigrating that at all. But it, that that restaurant, a lot of those Chinese restaurants are real hushed, real quiet, and you can hear everything that's going on, forks and stuff clanking, chopsticks clicking together. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. And um, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. You know, you have to talk in whispers, like 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 you said, Patrick. And um, yeah, I don't know the the hibachi thing. That's hilarious. Guy cut himself, and then the guy, uh, his boss or something, came out and finished the task. <laughs> Didn't put on a show. Clearly irritated. You know what? I don't know. Yeah, wonder what happened to that guy. They probably like you brought shame upon the family. You know, I don't know. They might have executed him. <laughs> I don't know. I better I'm probably push up my luck on many levels in this one. But um, you know, I don't know. You know, you, you the guy. I bet he. Uh, wonder if he still works there. 
I don't like those. I don't like. I don't, I don't really like going to those places. Tony, take you know, we like if somebody has a birthday or something, or I don't know. We go there. We go to those kind of places sometimes. I, I guess what happens is we allow the boys to choose, like if they have a birthday, where they want to eat, and they they often choose one of those places. I mean, the food's good. I don't really like the spectacle. I would, you know, if I were in that. I mean, I know what you're saying, Patrick, but I would kind of view it as bullet dodged. You know, I don't have to. I don't have to catch uh, shrimp nodules in my mouth like 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 some kind of like a walrus or something, you know. I don't I don't and I don't have to like sit there with a big smile and frozen on my face till you get a Charlie horse in your in your jaws, you know. I don't I don't really like the spectacle part of it. Um, the food's always good. I have no issue with that. It's not that, but um, I don't know. He probably brought shame up on the on the family. And who knows what happened to him? Who knows where he is? Uh, or if he's still around? I don't know. I don't know. But um, anyway, thank you, Patrick, for calling. Call back anytime. I appreciate it. And re- that goes for the rest of you as well. The number, 570-290-8151. I'm going to do an episode about vacations. Well, disappointing vacations for various reasons. Like disappointing locales, like places that you go to and you think it's going to be great and it turns out that it's less than you know and vacations where it just came off the rails for other reasons i have a i have a list and i'm gonna i'm gonna probably next next week i'm gonna um record that so uh if you have any questions i mean or no no if you have any if you have any similar stories to tell I'd like for you to have a few calls for that episode so give me a call 570-290-8151 Give me a call round the clock. You can have a few pops and give me a call, uh, you know, like 12.30 in the morning or whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. The time of day doesn't matter. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So give me a call. And uh, what else? Oh, if you want two of these a week instead of a measly one, you can do that too. Head on over to Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation and you'll get an extra episode each week. So that's a pretty good deal. It costs only $4, and you won't notice it. You put it on a credit card, but you get an extra episode every week. Sometimes, sometimes the bonus episode's better than the main network episode. And if you're not on Patreon, you're not going to hear it. So if you want to double down on it, do it today. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. And the Surf Report website, the WVSR.com, is the hub of the entire Surf Report universe. So you can check that out as well. And I think we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. So I have to tell myself, Jeff, you deserve it. <laughs>